three, two, one. Gotta get it, gotta get it, gotta get it, gotta get it! Woo! Welcome, everybody. I, I've been working on that. That I'm looking voice. at you because I'm not talking. You I'm are, oh my gosh, when are we going to get over this? It was a bit, everybody, but since he doesn't want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk, you do it. You we do have it. a special guest today. Yes. And you're really good at this part, so I'm going to tell you to do this part. So oh you hype God. them okay. up. Let me know when I'm allowed to talk. Okay, I'm going to say one line, and then you follow up with it. And this is us introducing the new okay, person. Okay, but time out. Somebody messed up. Who messed up? There's supposed to be an outline for us to follow on the whiteboard. You guys didn't write it. That's because we didn't know who was going to come first. Oh, okay, whatever. Sure. Well, I mean, JP, you have, you have, you have the outline. Right? Yeah, you have the outline, so yeah. tell us if we stay off track because we want to be consistent this episode. Bro, we're so good. We're doing so like, it's like, mm, okay, okay. Mm. Do the line. Do okay. the line. Right, I'm going to say about one line and you'll know when to jump in. Okay. All right, introducing our next guest, second guest ever, the guy who broke Yusuf's nose and beat him very badly. You had to start like that? <laughs> beat him very. What the hell? That's, you have to follow up. That was so uncalled for. You gotta do. You should have put that Wait, in the head. JP, is it true? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. So follow up. Introducing the guy who broke my nose and required me to get two nose surgeries. Who is going to beat Anison Gibb if they ever fight? Who is going to beat Deji if they ever fight? Everybody, welcome to our second guest, Slimification. Yo, man, welcome, what an intro. Welcome. What an intro, man. I'm loving it, man. Welcome to the podcast, baby. Got it, get it, got it, get it, got it, get it. Oh, we should do it with him. Like we did that one. Oh, you want to do it? Yeah, this is, I'll, I'll okay. do it, yeah. You want to do it? Hey, but uh, social distance from the mic. For real? So you don't peek. It's like okay. wear a mask? Just, just no, no, not, not social <laughs> distance like that. Like, keep a this distance. This is a rule. If right. you do this right here, do this. that's how much you need. All right, cool. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Hey, you're natural. Yo, it sounded good with you. That was good? Yeah. Hey, yo, yo, if y'all need an extra person, you know what I'm saying? I'm right here. <laughs> hey, you have your own podcast called Socially Profiled with Adam Saleh. Yeah, man. We had you on there last year. Remember that? I want to redo, though, because I wasn't where I'm at now in life, so I want to redo episode. Yeah, we definitely should do you that. You got to get me back on there. I'm definitely I'm definitely with it, man. 100%. I'm so excited, man. Honestly, this is my very first like personal podcast, and it's on the Gotta Get It podcast, so I feel... Like, I feel extra special. Really? So, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. And he's it. our first real guest. I yeah. mean, like, Alex is a guest, but he's like hey. our brother. And when they asked me, they were like, should we put Adam and Slim on their own epi- on the same episode? I said, no. They deserve their own episodes each. Oh, stop. Man. And I'm stop. honestly happy you did that because I have so many questions that I wanted to ask when we were watching that fight. So today, stop talking about the fight. There's so many other things we can talk about. That was over a year ago. Let's, let's start with the gift. We got, I got you over it all. Yeah! Oh, I got a, a belt. Yo, JP, man, thank you, bro. What? Let's go! Yeah, we'll let you plan that for you. Yo, that's amazing. I'm wearing this for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, exactly like you said he would. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Stop. Come on. So it's okay for him to do that, but for me to talk about the fight, I can't do that. Because this is a belt not because he beat me, because of who he's going to beat this year. No, no, What's the belt for? That's because he beat you. Oh! <laughs> you already have the belt at your house hey, for actually beating me. I'm wearing this one. I'm the champ. <laughs> no, you can be the champ. No, you can be the champ. Oh. No, you can be the champ. Oh. You can be the champ. We can, we can share the belt. All right, I'm going to jump right into it. I'm just going to get started. It. And then everybody, JP, if you want to chime in, yeah. Aaron, if you want to chime in, the floor is yours. But I'm just going to get it started like this with a very basic question for Slim. How basic? Right, we should do something like Slim, who are you? Let the people know you. But everybody has the opportunity to search who he is after mm-hmm. the episode if they like who he is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start it like this. Slim. Yes, sir. <laughs> do you believe personally 
honestly, all right, that you're a gotta getter and you have the gotta get it mentality. I I truly believe I do, man. Because honestly, I, I've been on I've been on YouTube for a long time. I, I mean, a lot of people may not have heard me until the fight, but I actually been on YouTube for a long time. I've been on it since like seven years. Yeah, but about seven years. Yeah. Aaron did his research. It's a long time, honestly. That was good. It's, that it's was a very that's a pretty long time, you know. I still like seven years ago. I was in school and I was hustling doing YouTube at the same time, you know. And um, you know, I just took advantage of the opportunities I had, and here I am today. Like, you know, I never expected to like be a, like a, a YouTuber, but I made it happen, man. Like, yeah. it's, it, being a YouTuber, it, I say it's like a hustler. Like, being a YouTuber, you, you a hustler, man. Like, it's it's so hard to be like a successful YouTuber because you really gotta hustle. You gotta respond to your emails. It's a lot. It's a lot to do, and a lot. Not a lot of people think they. they, they not a lot of people know that. Like, people mm -hmm. think YouTube is easy. It is not easy. It is not. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? I'm gonna sneeze. Sorry. Oh, you gonna sneeze? Yeah. Bless you. Uh, You're hundred percent right. People 100%. think like people always think like, oh, you don't got a real job. Not understanding that being a YouTuber is a twenty-four-seven job. And you upload every day, don't you? Yeah, I upload every single day. Yes, he's a daily vlogger. Well, I try, I try to upload. If you guys <laughs> don't know this, every day I wake up in the morning, and at the same time every day when I check my subscription feeds. Slim has uploaded a video. Hey, Damn. yo, come on. Is that gotta get it mentality? That's a right gotta get it mentality. Is that 100%? Yeah. You 100% yeah. have to gotta get it mentality. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a hustle, man. It's, it's not easy, man. Like, trying to think of a video idea every single day. Like, dude, man. that's almost impossible. I used to do that like in 2016. Oh, yeah. There is no way I could do that anymore. Yeah, it's different now. It's, it kind of burns you out sometimes. Like, I feel like you used to do it. Uh, was there a point I, I used to do it with him? Yeah. Yeah, Alex used to, used to do it. Everybody yeah, every, everyone was doing it. But like, but you're still doing it, and 99% yeah. of creators are not doing it anymore. I mean, and you're still able to do it. And I think it's very hard, especially with the pandemic going on. Like, mm -hmm. like there's not much you can actually go out and do, man. But it's like, I'm still on the hustle, bro. You know, yeah. like, you gotta be on the hustle, man. It's internet hustler, baby. That's what I'm saying. Another I, thing I about Slim. <laughs> another thing about Slim. So, let's say he uploads a video, and this is just what I've observed. And it doesn't get a lot of views that day, or it doesn't get a lot of engagement. It doesn't stop his hustlers grind. That next day, he's like, "All right, yesterday's didn't work. Let's see how today's does." He doesn't let things that go bad along the way stop him. Yeah, I've noticed that about you. Yeah, exactly, man. That because a lot of people like when they see like something, uh, when they upload a video and it doesn't do well, they'll, they'll like sit on that video like, "Damn, it didn't do well. I put all the effort into like." I, I try to not let these negative things like affect my mentality because in the beginning it did, you know, like in the, you know when you first start, like you, you upload a video and it messes with you. But like if you're gonna just sit on it and be sad about it all day, like you're not gonna really go nowhere, man. Like you gotta Ooh. be on to the next, on to the Ooh. next, always on to the yeah. next. Bro. I knew he was gonna be a gotta get her, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on. This is a perfect <laughs> guess. Hey, I appreciate dude, it. I do like the way you started though. I saw your first ten videos. Oh really? Watched them. Yeah, you started with your cousins and your family. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I saw. Well, when I. No one really knows this, but when I first actually started YouTube, the person that I kind of like looked up to the most, like was like was making skits. I don't think you guys know Ryan Higa. Yeah. He was the person, like he's the one. I was, I loved him, bro. Like I was obsessed with Ryan Higa. I just watched his videos, and I wanted to be just like him. I started off making skits like him. I tried, but it never went like nowhere. But and after that, like like I just started, I just stepped into vlogs, and that's where I, I kind of got more successful because I guess I show more of my personality in my mm -hmm. vlogs and stuff, and I'm a little wild. So I. I Everybody got their each their own butter. Like a lot of people, when they see people on YouTube, they want to be just like them. But sometimes you just gotta be yourself, and that's what people like you most for. You know. I will say this about Slim, um, and I tried to explain this to him when I was with him in the trip to Wajir, Kenya, in December. Was it December, right? Yeah, December. Slim 
is 100 times more funny and natural off camera than he is on camera. So something I suggested to him is have a third party person record him. Yeah. So then he could just be himself because a lot of people don't understand holding the camera. It takes away a lot of the performance you can do. But when he presses cut, this guy makes me laugh more than almost anybody. More than you, Aaron. Oh. Okay. Okay. So if that's the case, I'm trying to be funnier. I'm reading books and stuff. Can you give me one tip on how to Teach be funny? Teach him, please. How to be funny better. Yo, I, I can give tips on how to be funny. I, I don't know. I just, I'm just, I just act goofy a lot. That's yeah. what it is, man. He's like, a you know, goofy like, guy. I'm a goofy. goofy? I'm, a, I'm a goofy dude. dude man. Right. We were in the ring for the boxing match, and I'm like crying with tears because I let the adrenaline get to me. Yeah. He's dancing in the freaking corner. He danced <laughs> in the middle of the fight like a piece of. I hate you, dog. <laughs> I hate you. Hey, yo. That's so disrespectful. Hey, you man. danced in the middle of our fight when the re- that stupid ref, who never should be a ref again, should get his license revoked forever. Yo. You were dancing. Yo, even before the fight even started, man, like, I don't know, the adrenaline was crazy that day. Honestly, like, before entering yeah. the ring, it was so insane. And I had to, like, the, the wait before, like, you know, us like getting in the ring and fighting each other. Like there was like a big like five ten minute gap. You yeah. know, so like I had to do something with my energy. And I just I started dancing. I was doing the. You death handled kit. it so much better than I did. <laughs> you know what I did? So this is a gotta get it topic. Yeah. When you're when you're when you're faced with the moment of being in the arena, like your time is there. Whether you're giving a school performance, a job interview, or whatever, you have to be ready for that moment. So when it came time for our first fight, the difference between me and Slim was. I let the adrenaline get to me and I harnessed it in a negative energy. It brought tears to my face. My adrenaline was tanked and I let it get to me. Slim, remain calm, remain cool, remain collected, remain focused. And that's why he beat me up so bad in the fight. And, and honestly, it's pretty hard to like remain like calm, collected, and focused when everybody thinks you're gonna get knocked out in the first round. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, every like li- literally everybody. People, even people on my side were telling you that I was gonna get knocked out. Like, yeah. So like the fight was n- not just like against like Slim versus Fusi. Like for me, on my side, like it was Slim against the world. Woo! That, that's what it was for me. You know, and that's why that that fight was so special to me because I proved all these people wrong. Like the. the People that look at me, they don't see nothing special. But when I look in the mirror, I see something special. You know, so like, yeah, That's man, dang, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. We just started this episode. Hundred <laughs> percent. JP, what's next? What do we got for Slim? All right. So before YouTube, Fuzi went to college, did his theater, graduated. He was a pharmacist. What did you do before YouTube? Before All right. YouTube. All right. So before YouTube, I was actually working at a wholesale company my uncle owned. And I used to be a delivery driver, and I would like drive all over New York City and deliver like products, like all these Yemeni like uh, stores and stuff. And basically, that's what I did, man. I was doing that, and I was doing YouTube part time at the same time. And I was going to college, and I was studying biology, so I was actually a bio major. Whoa! Dang! Whoa. I did, always had the guy to get a mentality. Yeah, yeah. So I did, I did, I did uh, like two years of biology. I did a year of chemistry. You know, I was I was trying to go to med school. You know, oh, but, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to go to med school, but Adam came into my life, and he, he kind of like. Got me off track, bro. <laughs> you got me off track. I was like failing and shit. Had him ruin his life. I got grades too, honestly. I had pretty good grades, surprisingly. You know, like uh-huh. you know, I actually study. I used to study really hard and stuff. But I had no social life, man. And you know, being a be a med student, you have no social life. And I like to like have good energy with people. I like to have laughs. You're very like, social. Yeah, I like to be social and stuff. So like, 
like it's it's hard for me to be Cajun studying and stuff. That's not that, that's like the, not the life for me. You know, even though I know you make a lot of money being a doctor or a pharmacist mm-hmm. and stuff, but like that's not the life for me. There's plenty of ways to make money in this world, man. You know, and I rather do it, beautiful. make money being happy. You know, beautiful. So before beautiful. you started YouTube, what was your like? What did you think of YouTube? YouTube, uh, before like I... for me, like I was like, it's a joke. Like there's no way you can make that as a career. Bro, like, but this was like six, seven years ago. So yeah, at the time yeah. for you, it wasn't a real like career option. Yeah, I mean, I looked at it. I, I still watch a lot of YouTubers back then. I mean, I used to watch Alex Wasabi too. I, you know, Fushi was on it. You know, like I, I was obsessed with YouTube. I was like that YouTube kid that was obsessed with YouTube. I, mm-hmm. I knew so many. I had like I was subscribed to like hundreds of YouTubers, mm-hmm. man. You know, and Were you subscribed to me. Hundred percent. I loved you, bro. Oh, okay, like, see, you, you, you're like you're a big like icon to the Middle East, bro. Like you you made it possible for kids like me, bro. Like seriously, I never told you this, but honestly, you really did, bro. I love like, you, brother. Like honestly, he's like, just gonna cry. I love bro, you. Yeah, he's finally gonna make, make, make him cry. Make him no, cry. you know why I appreciate that. <clears throat> a lot of people when they make it into a lot of people when they make it into this industry and they get success, they for they negate and they forget and they convince themselves that they did it on their own. For example, when I got my rise to fame. I would text Timothy De La Ghetto and thank him each month because he's the one who inspired me. I would thank like all the people who inspired me. I would text them when I reached a new milestone and just be like, this is thanks to you. A lot of people don't do that. So the fact that Slim is just able to say he's humble, he's humble. And I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate a lot of people aren't able man. to do that. But I'm just, I'm just being real, man. That's, that's just the way I am. And like, you know, like, and it's crazy, like to, to like to look back all these years ago. And now I'm seeing, like sitting in the same room. Like, I, I call you my brother. You know I'm cool with Alex Wasabi too. I'm cool with him. You know what I mean? Um, cool with Alex Wasabi. Cool. Even though we got a little. Yeah, beef I want to talk about that. I mean, I can't hate him though. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to compete with him. You know, like to see who's better. You know, like on like some anime stuff. You know, like Goku and Vegeta. You like anime? I love anime, bro. I love, I love. love, love oh, actually, you just formed a bromance. Yeah, bro. You know, but like, yeah, I don't hate Alex Wasabi. But you know, if you guys were to verse each other in a boxing match, like me and you went into it as friends, and then during the fight and the buildup, we became enemies. It just happens. It, it but then is. after the fight, it gets squashed. Hundred percent. I mean, that's the fight game. You know, yeah. that's the way it works. You know, but like, for me, like, I could fight somebody and still be cool with them. Like when I was younger, every person I was friends with, I at least had a fight with them at least one time. Wow. A fist fight. Wow. And then we became cool with it. I'll be honest. Every person in my circle, I had at least a fist fight. See, at least that's one the time. difference, too, that we need to say. Like, he grew up, and he can tell you about a hundred stories of fights he's had in New York. Like, actual fist fights. I've been in one fist fight, and I write about it in my book. And I literally did. I was scared to punch the person's face. I only punched him in the body, and everyone laughed at me, and I talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. And my brother told me that before the fight. He said, Slim is from New York. He's he has a different attitude and personality than you. Like he's a different animal, and you can't negate his skills based on his weight or anything like that. Like there's something different about him that you don't have. And he was right. Wow, I, I guess I'm surprised your brother said that. Cause <laughs> I remember he was telling Adam that he was I was getting knocked out too. Because he was. <laughs> but he was doing that based on the weight difference. Yeah, yeah the weight difference. Yeah, and he was right. trying to hype up his brother. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Quick question, if you don't mind answering. Yeah. Um, I'm 31, turning 32. He's 31. Do you mind saying how old you are? Uh, I'm 26 years old. I'm really? Yeah, I'm 27. Wow. Bro, I would. I thought he was gonna be in our 30 club. No, no. Like the way you hold yourself young. and the way you talk, like really? I, honestly, oh, we're yeah, the same yeah, age. We, up, man. we don't no, have this the same dude's age. A kid, he's a child. But no, like <laughs> I'm the way you talk. What? No, I'm just saying, like back then, like versus when we were kids versus kids now. Like we used to like fight all the time and like be like roughhousing and stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like kids nowadays don't really do that too much. So I assume that you were like in more of our generation. 
Oh, but dude, man, good for you, that's man. Cool. I, I'm surprised that you guys are even saying that, man. <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm saying that's a compliment. But yeah, like as you were saying, like in New York City, man, like me growing up being a skinny kid, you know, like a lot of people thought it would be easy to pick on me, you know. So like I had to have that tough mentality so people won't be able to pick on me. So, so yeah. whenever like someone would like try to like take advantage of me, like try to punk me. I'd fight. That's the way I'd react. Just to, like to show like. 100%. So the next time they won't like be able to like. You gotta be a bulldog. Yeah. Kind of, like, in New York, you know, growing up, that's the way I was, and that's why I had that mentality, and that's why I had the opportunity to fight. I was like, yo, let's do it, man. You know. Yo. All right. Since we're talking about mentality, one one quick question. Before you guys fought, I've heard the story hundreds of times <laughs> from Yusuf. What was your mentality walking into the ring, seeing him like your pre-fight thoughts? All right, yo. Going into the ring, it, it's a crazy feeling. Like it's, it's literally like I know, like you said, it's like a movie. Like like mm -hmm. everybody's just screaming, "Yeah, let's go, let's go!" And you're walking out with your shirt off, and it's like it's the feeling you get in your stomach is a feeling like I don't think no one will understand besides unless you like you fight because it's 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 crazy. Like you're, my adrenaline is rushing. Like it's like butterflies in my stomach, and it's like it's a type of adrenaline. I, like you don't, it's either you know how to handle it or you can't handle it. Fight or flight. Yeah, fight or flight. That's what. It, that's what. It, that's exactly what you gotta call it. It's the fight or flight uh, thing. Here's the difference. You know how when he just told his story, he said when you're walking in the ring, everyone's like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah. I was in London. <laughs> it was an Adam Salah and Slim event. It was their fans. Oh. So as I'm as I'm walking into the ring, I swear to God, I'm not lying. Grown adults. F you, die, he's gonna knock you out, you suck. And I'm looking at them like, why y'all hate me so much? Dang, that's crazy. You can't, like, we couldn't have told, like, we couldn't tell from watching it uh, on TV at all. It's, cra it's crazy when you're that person and you walk into the ring and you know that everybody you know, when you have a fight, everybody you know, every person you interact with in life is gonna be watching that fight. That's when I noticed. Everybody's gonna be watching. So imagine that. Like, <laughs> like you, whatever you do, everybody's gonna fucking remember that shit for the rest of your life. Everybody's gonna remember. So like, I don't know, man. I, I, I took the energy and I, I just vibed with it, man. I just went you, with it. You know, you know something I have to say before JP takes us to our next point? Mm -hmm. This is what's beautiful about life, right? And why everything happens for a reason and why like when you're a gotta getter, no matter what happens in the circumstances, like I went into that fight expecting to win. Mm -hmm. Had I won, my life would be in a completely different place than it is now because my focus would have remained on boxing i would have probably got the fight against jake paul because remember he mentioned me as an opponent yeah my life wouldn't be but now because i lost went through that i'm in the best position i could ever be in in life and slim somebody who wants to pursue boxing he has, and I'm sure he's going to talk about this later in the podcast, a big, big, big fight coming up this year, and it aligns with his story perfectly. So whether your results in life go how you want them to or not, it all happens for a reason. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. I really, I really believe in it, bro. Everything happens for a reason. Like, seriously, anything that happens in your life, like, that's the way I, that's the way I live my life, too. Like, when something negative happens, I just think back, you know what? There's probably something better coming. You know, like like sometimes I have big opportunities, and like I, like life changing opportunities. I think that's gonna happen, and then the doors just get shut down, and it, it could depress you. Like it makes you sad. It makes me sad for a couple of days, but I just think about it. I'm like, you know what? It's all part of God's plan. You know, like maybe doesn't be a bigger door awaiting. You know, that's that, that's, and that's the way I live my life, and that's my motto. You know what I mean? Beautiful. I know Ronnie's probably gonna be mad about me saying this, but she always says rejection is protection. Like in life, like rejection is protection. Like yeah. if something doesn't work out, then it's probably better off for you. Exactly. Hey, yeah. shout out to Ronnie. This podcast wouldn't be a thing without you. <laughs> She's gonna be mad at me. <laughs> also, would this not be a thing if you had won that fight? Gotta get it. 
it probably wouldn't. Yeah, probably. my life would be in a completely different place right Thank now. Thank you for being him. An alternate universe, bro. Like, Literally, I, 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 wonder, I wonder what would happen. It's the butterfly effect. Every yeah, little yeah, thing yeah. that happens changes everything. Yeah. Something small as you waiting five minutes to get in your car could change the course of your life. So imagine something as big as me winning that fight against yeah. Slim. You would have fought Jake Paul, and my book wouldn't be coming out this yeah. year. I would have fought like it. Everything would have been different. And guess who got that opportunity to fight Jake Paul? And he's on Gibb. He made a million dollars because of me. He made a million he, he dollars. Made, they call him seven figure giver, but he made a mil probably or something. He made big money, bro. Anderson Gibb made a million dollars to lose in literally how many rounds? In one Let's round, bro. Fight. A minute and a half. <laughs> he or lost minutes. on the first round. Two minutes, I think. Two minutes. In and the first he round. made seven figures. Yeah, bro. Fourth highest That's paid disgusting. debut fighter. Fourth I broke highest. my nose and didn't make a single penny because we did it for charity, <laughs> which I'm very happy for. Yeah, we did but the fact charity. that he made... Okay, I'm not going to hate on somebody else's success. I got to shut up. That blows but, my mind. But the thing is, he, he only had that opportunity because, you know... You, you, because you, Slim beat me. Yeah, I beat him. And um, KSI was pushing for Gib to fight him. He said, oh, if you want to fight me, Jake, you got to fight uh, Gib first. And then he, he took the fight. Gib lost in the first round. And now... Oh, I don't know if I should jump into it, but Gib, he, he's trying to make a comeback fight. And the funny thing is, he contacted me back in April. Last, it's, 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 it's almost a year now. It's almost a year. It's almost he, a year. He contacted me in April, and I waited a few months. You know, I'm, uh, I, I accepted right away. I was like, yo, I'm down, 100% down. So uh, I'm, I'm waiting for him to announce, like, you know, like Slim vs. Gib. And then I'll wait for him to finally upload. It was like five, six months later. It was like back in September. I'm not exactly sure what date it was, but he uploads his video and he writes Gib versus Bryce Hall on the Mike Tyson undercard. And I was like, yo, what? Like I was, I was like, what? Like, why are you? Why are we going back and forth talking about negotiations and all this stuff? And then he tries to fight Bryce Hall, and then in the end of the video, he's like, "Yo, I gotta make my decision. Like, oh, am I gonna fight Slim or not?" Nah? nah, he actually, I'm gonna say it. He shitted on you in that video. Like he, he, like he was like, "Why would I fight Slim? I'm seven figure giver. Who's Slim? Slim like all this stuff." But not telling everybody that in April he actually reached out to Slim to fight. Yeah, he reached out to me. He reached out to a bunch of other people. Everybody said no. Everybody said no to him. I'm the only person that said yes, and he's still like, like he's still thinking about it. He's wait, he's waited for so long, but now, like I don't know if you guys seen yesterday, Jake Paul he was on live announcing on Triller, uh -huh. and one of the people he wants to fight on his undercard, he said was Slim versus Deji. He, he he said it out of his own mouth, Jake Paul. He's like, I want Slim and Deji, uh -huh. Slim and Deji. Let's make it happen. And I'm 100 percent down. So Deji. You little bitch. Please, bro. I can't stand him. out of nowhere. I can't stand him, bro. I can't stand Deji, bro. <laughs> no, but I really want to fight him, bro. I feel like... like oh, he, We've been going back and forth for like two years. Clip that. Oh, that yeah, was man. funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm not allowed to curse here, but... No, yo, that's fine. fine. That was... Bro, I, yo, this, I, 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 I. Who do you want to fight more, Gibber or Deji? Honestly, man... I want to fight Deji, man. I want to, I want to fuck him up, bro. I want to beat him up, bro. Like he deserves it. Like he, he's such a man child, bro. You know what I mean? And he, he, he's been talking shit for two years. You know, he's been saying, "Oh, I could beat Slim. I have more power than Slim." He says all this shit, but he's whenever the, the paper is in front of him, like he, he rejects it. You know, his manager rejects it. Gib, he thinks too highly of himself, bro. Like, and that's what I, I fuck. I hate people that think too highly of themselves. Like, be humble, bro. Stay grounded. Like. I thought Jake humbled him. He got knocked down in one round, bro. Like, but he, he he thinks way too highly of himself, and he still like he still didn't sign a contract or anything. But apparently, he agreed to like what they uh, what they offered him. Like, you know, and uh, we're supposed to, we're supposed to like confirm everything, get it get it ready. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. You and Gib is happening. 
It, sh- it should be happening. It should be happening. Like I'm literally like it's ninety, like eighty percent to ninety percent done. Is this the first time you said this? Kind of. the God to get a I mean, I, I kept hyping it up, but like, I'm yeah, this is probably the first time I'm saying it. But thing is, yeah, we got the exclusive. I'm, 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 I'm giving you a hella exclusives right now, man. And the, the thing is, now I got a decision to make. Yesterday, Jake Paul mentioned that he wants me to fight on his undercard, which is happening in April. He's fighting on April tenth or something like that. Okay. So it's, it's gonna be with Triller, Snoop Dogg's gonna be commentating. You know, Jake Paul, like he has the mainstream attention, so like. And he wants me to fight on his undercard. So if that opportunity comes up, I'm going to fight on the Jake Paul undercard. Bro. Here's the thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm Here's, a, the, I'm thing. Down, Here's the thing, Slim. I'm going to be honest with you. 100%, I think Triller is the better opportunity. It's going to have more eyes. And it's like they're doing a fight club this year. And Triller's on the rise. Like their stock is going up. Hell yeah. But the question is, like you have the opportunity to fight Gib right now. And the contract is there. What if you say, I want to do this Triller thing, and then Deji does what he always does and backs out and doesn't fight you, and then you're left with nothing? No, if, if, if Deji backs out, then maybe we could sell the Gib fight on the Triller event. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could, come on, bro. You got to have that already thought about if it. If it don't make money, <laughs> it don't make sense. Got to get it. Got to get it, bro. And I'm, I'm ex- I just hope like everything goes according to plan, because I've really been dedicating a lot of time training. Like I really... Literally in the gym all the time. Like that's like it became like a, li- a new lifestyle for me. So hey, I want to shout out the Bread Batch on Instagram for posting oh, yeah. a bunch of clips and supporting our podcast. I already know Slim. They're gonna <laughs> post what you just said about Deji on their Instagram page, <laughs> hey. and that's gonna go viral. So and there's gonna be people hating on you hardcore. So I, are you ready for that hate, bro? I don't care about the hate, man. I'm, brush, I'm gonna brush it off. Dude, man. That's Come a mentality, on, everybody. You know brush it I just off, wanted bro. to let you know, Red Batch has been posting yeah, our stuff they, they, when it he, comes to boxing. He's, he's been posting my. He every time I've, I've been talking shit like about Gabe or Deji, he'll post my stuff. Shout out to the Bread Batch Nile. Appreciate you, but like in his comment section, I love his comment section because they're, they're so toxic, bro. Like they hate me. They, they, they hate everybody. They, they just their, their comment section is so toxic, but it's funny as hell. Like even about the comments about me, I, I literally I laugh at it. Like it, it makes me laugh. It genuinely makes me laugh. That's like, dope. The shit they say. Have. You know? I don't have that. JP, take us to the next place. All right, before we get off the boxing topic, um, if you were to put money on Aaron or me, who would win in a boxing match? You and Aaron? Yeah. Oh wow, that's actually a, that's a good matchup, bro. Oh, oh see, that's God. what I'm saying. Wow. Wait, you, I haven't I never seen both of you guys. Have you box. ever been in a fight? I answered this. Have you ever knocked so. anyone out? No. no. I've knocked two people out before. Oh. Yeah, but this is the guy who says it's like, oh, I can beat you, but I won't fight you. Because oh. I don't like. I hate people. when that's a dingy thing. Yeah. Yeah. See? Okay. Yeah. First off, you should, if I were thing. to hit, if when I if we were to fight and I hit him the first time, what would I do? Feel bad. I feel bad. I'm like, oh, oh, oh are you okay? Yeah, Aaron's uh, too. In basketball, wow. when we play against the other team, if they make a good shot, I'm like, yo, good shot, man. That's, yeah. Yeah, y'all too sweet, bro. Yeah. Damn. I'm just, I can't. Wow, man. But yo, honestly, like, but just pick I, a winner. Just pick a winner. I think that would be a, mo- a good money fight, though. Aaron versus him. Okay, but we, we need your opinion. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I, you guys are. It's it's a perfect matchup. I can't. It's like a 50 50 to me, honestly. I can't. I can't. Yeah, really but play. you got it. Because you guys are both the same size. I'm taller. You little taller? Mm-hmm. He's a big boy though too, man. Honestly. I weigh this. You hit, what are you at now? I, I'm like 20 pounds. What's our experiences though? Do you guys have any experience, both you guys? I, I train with Alex once in a while. Two years? He is training sparring with Alex, like practicing. Shit, two years. Two years. That's but a long I will time, say, uh, two years was mixed kickboxing and uh, MMA and boxing. Ooh. Oh. You got 500 bucks. Who are you betting? Oh saying, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> you have five seconds. Five. Four, three, you know what? two. I'm gonna have to go one. my man JP. Yeah! <laughs> let us know. The, let us it. know in the comment section below. Yeah, too nice. You know what it is? In fight I game, you can't be nice in a fight. 
You can't. You, you can't. Yeah, I think you can be nice and still win. No, okay, then let's do it. In a fight, you gotta <laughs> not give a fuck, bro. Like you gotta, you gotta go all out, and then after you can be nice. <laughs> Let us know in the comment section below who you got, JP or Aaron. Uh, JP, please take uh, us right, to our next, the next point. <laughs> all right, let's let's get into something a little more pleasant. Um, let's talk about like your married life and your relationship. Oh, yeah. Well, you're married. Oh, yeah, I'm married. Twenty six years old, man. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> it's it's weird for you guys, but for Middle Easterns, like we we always get married very very young. And and I got I got married young like I didn't expect to get married at a young age, but like being a Middle Eastern, you know, my parents kind of put it on me because I, I my my wife Sophia we were dating we were doing long distance before and not a lot of people knew that like we were actually long distance dating she's from California from the Bay Area so I'm from New York so I would go back and forth to uh, from California to New York to to meet meet up with her and stuff like that and my parents would see the videos on the internet and they they would be super upset because like you know like it's not halal you know what I'm saying yeah halal like you know like it's like sinful, basically. Mm -hmm. For Muslims, they, they like they get married uh, straight up, like instead of like messing around and having multiple girlfriends. Like we just like to get married, and get straight to the point, you know. So my parents were always like on my case about my girlfriend, you know. Like and it's been like two years, and when she finally moved to New York for me, um, my oh she moved for you. She moved for me. Whoa. Yeah, she she moved for New York for me after like two years. So she moved to New York, and then. Um, so uh, my, my mom said, if you want to continue to see this girl, at least do like Islamic marriage. Like, you know, like we get like a shake, a shake, like it's like, like a pope, kind of like priest, priest. a priest, whatever priest. He comes in, makes a marriage and it's halal, basically. So we had a basically a secret marriage and not a lot of people, not, no one knew about it on the internet. We had a secret marriage for like two years. And then after that, wow. yeah, we had an engagement party in the Bay last year, right, right before the fight. That's when we did everything. Finally. I wasn't invited to. That's so dope. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, crazy. it's so weird, because my, my story, my, it's, it's different, because a lot of people usually propose and stuff like that, but the way we got married, we did it like low key. It was like a small event and everything, but I loved it, it was fun. It was actually like like one of my best moments of my life, honestly, you know? being. Would you say, you being a YouTuber and you know having to run the YouTube business, would you say being married hurt your career or helped your career? And I'm not talking about in terms of views and stuff like that. I'm just talking about the stability of having a partner to support you during the stresses of the work that you do. Um, it, see, all that, I, I would say it helped my career because like my wife, she, she keeps me grounded and she, she keeps me uh, like on top of my stuff. Like she helps, she brings me up, honestly. And that's what you need like in a relationship. Like if you're gonna be in a relationship with somebody, you gotta have somebody that, that brings you up instead of bringing you down. If someone's bringing you down, bro, you gotta get rid of them. Like, you know, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, some 100s right what? there. What? Why are you looking at me? Aaron, last time we were trying to start some stuff. No, I'm not going to start some stuff. I'm just saying, <laughs> last time, last time he was talking about how being singles help him, like, focus and get work oh, and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I was telling him, I was like, if you find the right person, and I And I agreed with you on that point. They will push Different you, but situations. hearing it from someone else yeah. will help so much. I agreed with you on that point. I know, but hearing it from him is going to help too. I'm just... You guys should fight. Hey, Slim, me, Aaron, boxing match. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah, man. Going, but going. yeah, but yeah. Like, to like toxic relationships could really ruin you, man. Like, hundred yeah, percent, bro. It could. I seen it happen to my own eyes to so many people around me, bro. Like, they get into a toxic relationship and it it drags them downhill, bro. Like, it ruins their like everything they got going for them, you know. So like, make sure you avoid that, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, man. You gotta be on like find the right one, someone that's gonna bring you up instead of bring you down. And then you guys have got to get it partners together. Got to get it partners. Yeah, we have goals and everything, man. And we're just doing it little by little, man. She helps me out with everything. So I really do appreciate her. Shout out Sophia, man. All right, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. You just came. You flew from New York to LA. Yeah, yeah. Who packed the bags? She did everything. 
She did everything. That's the, that's the best part because I'm so unorganized. Yo, he's the most unorganized person in the world. Yeah. We would be in Wajir, Kenya. He has his laptop, his passport, everything in his backpack. He would leave the place we're in, go a mile down the road, and then realize, oh, snap, I forgot my backpack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the way I wrote. Without, without my wife, bro, like, I'm so unorganized. And when, when you live with somebody, bro, it's, it's so different, too, because, like, I was always been that messy dude, so like me living with my wife, like she would get so upset, like at the mess I make. I never do the dishes and stuff like that. But now, like she changed me. She changed me for the better. Like I was, like I was like an organized young kid. But now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of little by little. I'm getting more on top of my shit. You know, I clean now. Like I should never be clean. I, I was a messy dude. Like I was that dude that would go to an Airbnb and it'll be completely destroyed by the time oh, I leave. No. You know what I mean? I'm, I was one of those guys. Mm. But now I, I'm switching up, man. You know. Well, help me out for the let better. me ask you this, and I'm asking this because I, I want personal advice on this because yeah. I've never experienced it. <laughs> Going from dating long distance to then getting married to then living together, what is it like when you start living with your partner? Yo, <laughs> when you start living with them, it's, it's different, bro. Like, you know, like she, everybody lives a different way. Like, like I said, I, I, I was extremely messy, unorganized, you know? And, uh, but is it uncomfortable at first? Because, like, nah. this person's in your face 24-7. Like, they're there all the time. Like, is it a weird transition? Nah, I mean, when I used to live with my family. I never moved out ever in my life. Uh -huh. you know? So I lived with my family my entire life until she came into my life. So, like, me, my very first apartment was with her. Everything I went through was with her. So, like, it, it's not really a big trend. It was a big transition for me, like, having my first apartment, but just basically being more responsible and stuff like that. But other than that, like... It was cool, man. Everything went smoothly, and uh, like I feel like she she she's there in my life for the better. Like she really brings me up, bro. That's awesome. Bro, that's yeah, awesome, yeah. man. Dang, how long have you been married? Um, like a year now, a little over a year. Last Congrats, September. Man. Thank you. It was right, literally the same month of the engagement was the same month of September. Can we stop talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, y'all bring it. Yeah, that was the first thing y'all mentioned to me. So like, yeah, because Aaron came with a vendetta. Can we just move <laughs> on? JP, take yeah, us to the next topic, right. please. <laughs> Uh, you guys mentioned um, stuff happening in Kenya. Like, tell us about your um, humanitarian work over there. Oh, Nairobi, man. Uh, we went to Nairobi, Kenya. Which Nairobi? Yeah, I know, but we, we went from Nairobi, the city, to, to Wajir. Yes. We went to Wajir, and it's like a small village. And, yo, it, it was such a different lifestyle, man. Because, like, I'm, I'm born and raised in the city in Brooklyn, New York. So I'm a city boy. And then when you go to, like, Wajir, a small, like, village in Africa, like, it's different the way they live. They're living in small huts. They all have smiles in their face. They don't have nothing, bro. They don't got nothing. And they still got all, all like, smiles in their face and everything. It, it was a beautiful experience because we went there, for like, to do cataract surgeries for blind people. And uh, we uh, gave hearing aids to deaf children. So, like, when, you, when we gave, like, the hearing aids to the first kid and he started crying, like, yo, it was so emotional, like, seeing that in person. Like, it was like, wow. Like, all he wants in life is just to hear again, you know? And, I, like, everybody wants, like, a new fancy car, you know, a, a big house. But, like, he just wants to be able to hear again. The other people, they just want to be able to see from their eyes again. So, like, it was honestly a beautiful experience. And everybody that I went with on that trip, like, it brought us extremely closer together as a family. Especially, like, with, with me and you and everything, bro. Like, I, like I, I call you my brother now, man. Like, it was, it, was, it was such a beautiful experience. And seeing you cry made me super emotional as well, too, bro. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, nobody <laughs> knows how close me, Slim, and Adam got on that yeah. trip. Like, it's different. It, like, it, it was a we send naked pictures to each other all the time now. Well, it was, like, like, it was just... one time only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time. I'm kidding, y'all. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> way only. Dang, but yeah, thank I mean, you guys for doing what you did, though. Yeah. I don't think I've ever told you that. We'd love for you to come on a trip with us in the future, actually. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I, I didn't propose it to you and Ronnie yet, but I spoke to the Muslims of the World Organization, 
And I said, charity is not dependent on religion. And just because we're called Muslims of the world doesn't mean we can't have other people on the trip with us. So yeah. we, I'd love to Aaron, you and Ronnie, if you're ever wanting to come to a trip, cause we're doing many trips this year. Oh really? Like our next, I can't say where it is. I can't but say our, too, but our, like if you, our next one's already booked, but for the one after that, if you'd want to come, we'd more than be happy to have 100%, you. 100% bro. Yeah, let amazing. me ask Ronnie, but I, I'm, I'm down. That would be awesome. That'd be amazing. One thing I remember Dang. being in, in Nairobi, when I was in Nairobi, right? I was in the city. Uh, it has the most traffic in the world. We're just like going down the lane and stuff. And uh, there's so much traffic. And it, while you're sitting in traffic, there's people just coming up to your window. You know, like oh, yeah. they're coming up to your window. They're asking like for, like for money and stuff. So you, we'll give here and there. I had I had a I didn't have like no cash on me, but I had a box of Popeyes chicken, right? And this little girl comes up to me. She comes to the window, and she, she, I I have no money or anything. So she she looks at the Popeyes. She she looks at it and she points at it like like she wants it. She's looking at it like it's gold. So I I, I give her a piece wow. of chicken. I give her, I give her the chicken, right? And after that, she's like, "Can I have another one for my mom?" She has, oh. I was like, "Yo." Oh my! I give it a whole box. Yo, take the whole box. That's take the whole crazy. box, bro. Yeah, it's deep, bro. It's it's really deep, man. Honestly, that's being crazy. there, being there is different. Like when you go there, see it for yourself. Like you can see it on the internet, you can see it in videos, but when you're there doing it yourself, it hits you differently, bro. I'm telling you, y'all. So going off of this, before JP takes us to our next point, so something we didn't ask you and i just want to know i want to get into your mind a little bit and i want to ask all the guests on this podcast this what is your why outside of money finances fame whatever comes with this business what makes you wake up in the morning each day and be like even if i don't want to i have to pick up this vlog camera today and do this vlog because there has to be something driving you to do that. It doesn't come naturally. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, uh, well, what I would say my why is, so when I when I was younger, when I, when I look on the internet, we didn't have role models. We had nobody. We didn't have literally nobody to look up to. Like no one like Muslim or like someone from Yemen. You know, nobody. There's nobody. If you could think of any Yemeni that's popular that has influence or anything, there's no Yemeni influence or anything so that, that's my drive i want to be able to be a role model to young yemeni kids you know not just yemeni kids maybe kids all over the world like who are just like me you know i want, I want to be able to be someone that they could look up to you know mm. and that, that that's basically my why man just be being a role model so you want to inspire kids. i want to inspire, you be a role model yeah i want to inspire young kids man like i want to be, i want to be able to like represent for, for our people that's, that's beautiful what, that's exactly what, that's my that's my drive honestly how about you <laughs> What's your drop? Oh, oh. Oh, oh, you said bald? What? You look sexy though. I talk about myself too much on this podcast, so I'm not gonna answer that. That's oh. the first time a guest has asked you. Yeah, so I, I wonder, appreciate I wonder, that. No, no, no. We'll talk about you guys. Um, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> One quick question. I meant to ask this earlier. How did you guys meet? We never talked about that because I met you today slim, for the first time. Slim, but slim, no, I think slim. I mentioned our playlist before. Remember we went playlist uh, earlier this year. Oh, true. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about right. that. <laughs> um, but what about you guys? You guys seem like brothers. Though. I know you said you are, but like, um, how did you, you guys the first meet? time we met? I don't. I think the first time I met you was SneakerCon. Was it SneakerCon? No way. No. I met you way before that. How many years were we talking? Damn, but the, the, when I met him, it wasn't like me. I was just like with Adam, you know. What I mean, he would link with Adam, and I, uh, I was just like around there, you know. Yeah. I was like, what up, yeah, what up, you sis? Slim yeah, was yeah. me and Slim were just we were. Not, it wasn't until the boxing match where we really like formed a brotherhood. And I tell people all the time, like people expect me to like hate Slim or have a vendetta against him because he beat me up and broke my nose. But they don't understand when you step into a ring with somebody. 
when you're fighting somebody, that person lives in your head for the as much time as you're training for. And I, we only had like a month and a half. Slim is all I thought about. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Exactly. Same I envision you. knocking him out. Like everything he's doing. Like he's like living in my mind rent free. And then afterwards, there's, 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 I could have, you could go the route of being like, you beat me. I hate you and let my ego take over. But something else opened up and I was like, that's my brother, man. I just shared like, I just shared like something very special with him. That's beautiful, bro. That's so beautiful. And it's true though, man. Like the buildup. When you're fighting somebody, bro, you think about them 24-7, I swear. You, you were on my mind every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I, would, I, thought post, about. I would post Instagram stories every single morning saying, on Sept- was it September 29th? Yeah. On September 29th, 2019, I will be knocking Slim out in the first round. In the first oh, every day. First 30 seconds. In the first 30 seconds. Well, man, oh. That's the last thing. I don't want to fight JP then because I'm going to have to think about him all the time. <laughs> we lived, we lived oh, together, so he already does. You know you already think about him all the time. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, my gosh. Hey, yo. Wait, can I ask one more question about the fight? Or are, we, are you? No, move on. No, JP. Sure? It's a really good question. Hit, hit us, hit us, hit us. Come on. Is it, is it okay? You ready? Hit us with it. Right. If it's not, I'm going to cut you off. Go. Okay, so the couple times where I did. Okay, like, next question. Where I have knocked people out before. Like, I didn't mean to. It was, like, just an impulse thing. So when you guys fought, he said you broke his nose. Did you know? Like, did you realize you had broken his nose? I had no idea. I was literally, it was, like, fight or flight mode. Like, you, I, I seen an angry bull coming at me. Like, you, he was literally aggressive as hell. Like, he was, like, charging at me the whole fight. So, like, I was literally, I was literally just throwing one-twos and just stepping back and stuff. And He is a very intimidating dude, though. Yeah, he's very Especially intimidating. Especially when he gets, he's like, huge. motivated. It's, like... Uh, he's a big body, bro. It's yeah, a big bro. body, man. You know, I didn't down. even know my nose was broken. Really? Throughout the whole fight. Yeah. Even Damn. during the interview when Amir Khan was interviewing me and I realized I couldn't breathe out of my nose, I didn't know what was wrong. It wasn't until I walked out of the ring, my coach Ricky looked at me and said, your nose is broken. And then it just hit you, like all the pain? No, I walked into the locker room, I grabbed my iPhone, I turned on the camera, and I saw it for the first time. And I was like, oh my God. And it was a severe break. But anyways, JP... Damn, that's that was an alright question. But so love, so love. So um Fuzzy's plugged his song plenty of times throughout the podcast. We we gotta charge you for that. I heard you you, you got a song coming out this year. Yeah, actually I actually um finally uh, I made music back in Australia last year. I went to Australia last year, right before Playlist Live and like it was like in February. I went there for like three weeks and we just worked on music. I had like four or five songs lined up. Ooh. But um, I'm dropping, actually, I'm planning on dropping my first song in March. I was, I was oh. finally, finally, yeah, March. Is it, is it, does it have a feature or is it just you? No, it's just me. Oh! oh. Something different, something light, man, you know? Are we getting a music? Oh. Are we getting a music video? Yeah, I'm gonna do a music video, but I don't know, man. Listen, coming out like, mashallah, bro. Yeah, y'all going hard with it, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Mashallah looking. Bro, you're not supposed to say the name of the song. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) It might be out by the time this episode comes out, but yeah. Marketing, marketing, marketing. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I I gotta give props, bro. The the way y'all, the music video's looking out, bro, it's gonna be fire, man. But yeah, uh, that's the reason I I was planning on releasing in January. But I was like, you know what? Like, uh, I'd rather push and take more time on my project and then watch my brother's project in February. I want to see you guys drop your thing. And then in March, I'm going to drop my stuff. Finally. See, I have, to, I have to say something about what he just said. A lot of people in life, when they see somebody else doing something and succeeding, instead of supporting it and being encouraging, they get envious and be like, why isn't that me? They don't realize by doing that, they're holding so many blessings that were going to come to them and shutting that off. Slim just said, 
I had to wait and watch my brothers, support them, let them do their thing, and then I'm going to come. That's a huge mentality that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people are not able to see other people succeed because of envy, but he just spoke it out of his mouth. He doesn't have that. Dude, I mean, like everyone assumes that internet's like this small little box that only like a few people can succeed in. When like the entertainment, like everyone, there's space for everyone to get into it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Hundred percent. Entertainment world is huge, man. Can you tell us the name of your next song or no? Um, you don't have to. If it's too I'll, much, like, nah, nah, you dropped I'll, a lot. I'll drop. I'll drop. I'll drop. I'll drop a title. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's called Vibe. Oh! Sorry. You know the vibe. Hey, you know the vibe. Whoop Let's go. Hey, that's it. Yeah. I'm excited, I man. I can't wait to I, hear I, that. I, I can't bro. wait too, man. March. Let's just say I don't have a date yet, but sometime in March. March. We're gonna let's get, get it, baby. So. <laughs> All right, so before we wrap up the podcast, um, you mentioned Jake Paul wanting you on the undercard, right? Yeah. This is your time to call out anybody and to just I mean, set he just it called straight. out. I mean, he uh, called Deji a bitch yeah, on, <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, Deji is a bitch, though. <laughs> bro, I, I, hope he, I hope one day I get to stand in the ring with him toe-to-toe, bro. I can't fucking wait, bro. I w- Deji is one person I really want to fucking fight. Him, Gib. This sounds personal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like... I, both of them, bro. You know what I'm saying? I want to fight both well, of them. Well, I will say this. You and Adam are best friends. You're brothers. And Gib posted a video. Yeah. And the beef that he has with you has nothing to do with Adam. But Gib took it upon himself to expose Adam for his past, which was so uncalled for and disrespectful. Does that piss you off? And it does. You it does. Do something to it, him? it does. I promise you. I, I'm telling you all right now. Like, like. If I ever come across Gib, he's gonna get punched or slapped in the face. Some, I, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm telling you right now, he's gonna get he's gonna get assaulted by me because what he did was is personal, bro. Like he thinks like he's on top of the world. Don't incriminate yourself. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being dead. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious though. Like he, he might he might something might happen to him. If wow. I, I'm dead serious, bro. I don't I don't like I don't play that kind of shit. What he did. You know, dead ass. I think he's scared of you. Huh? I think so too. I really I, think I, he's I really of you. believe. I think a lot of these people put on the front that oh, slim, who's slim? Yeah. But deep down, they're scared of you. Hundred percent. I know Gibb is scared of me. So before I say a parting thing, I want to say about Slim as a person who knows him more than you guys do. That's the only mm-hmm. reason I'm going to take it. Slim, do you have anything else you want to say? Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to leave our audience with? Um, we got new music coming in March. You know what I'm saying? I got a big fight coming this year, so stay tuned for that. I might be fighting on Jake Paul's undercard, or if that don't work out, I might have my own fight later on this year. But 100%, I'm definitely going to have a boxing match this year. And it'll be dope, you know, if all y'all pull up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we're, all, yeah, we're, we're all, all pulling, pulling up. up. I thought me and Aaron are on the undercard. Oh! <laughs> okay, besides that, I do like... <laughs> Hundred percent, bro. This whole I didn't know, and I mean, besides the research I did, yeah. I am super impressed by you. Oh man, it's oh, man. crazy everything you, everything you do. I man. appreciate you, man. Seriously, it means a lot coming from you guys, man. All right, I want to leave with this. What? Um, I actually Facetime Slim the other day just to tell him this. Mm-hmm. Um, the Slim who even a year ago wasn't the Slim you guys see today. Slim has taken it upon himself. You know how we always talk about adulting. Yeah, he's matured in such a way which is like words can't even describe unless you knew him personally. <laughs> Slim used to be a wild card, a goofy wild card who was just like you don't know what you're gonna get from Slim. He's professional. He has his business under wraps. He makes no excuses. He grinds harder than anybody that I know, and he's authentic in everything that he does. And I think people need to start putting respect on Slim's name. Oh, my brother. Yo, I appreciate you, man. Seriously, bro. That means a lot, man. That was beautiful, bro. Wow.
Wow, man, yo, this podcast was fire, man. Gotta you get it, it, gotta get it, gotta get it. Gotta it. Get yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't, hey, did, JP, did you expect it to be that good? No, it's seamless. <laughs> that was seamless. Yeah. Actually, you were like, you, you were a star. You needed to shine this episode. Yo, yeah, yeah, that, that's beautiful. I, I just want to say thank you guys for even like giving me the opportunity to be on here, man, on this podcast because. I, this is definitely my favorite podcast. You know what I'm saying? Bro, this 100%. Is, yeah, no. <laughs> Welcome back again. Anytime. Oh, back again. No, seriously. Don't forget, you can check out this podcast, which comes out a day before the video version on Spotify and iTunes and Anchor in the links in the description below. If you'd like to support us with any kind of contribution, you could do it through Anchor. And we have a new channel coming soon where we'll be posting clips that we have like slim calling Deji yeah. a bit <laughs> which will be coming out soon which you can hey. find in the description below until then aaron jp gotta get it gotta get it gotta get it gotta get it yeah that sounded pretty good yeah it's better without Damn, bro let's go <laughs>